what? I got a fever. You give me fever. Fever. In the morning. A fever all through the night. Welcome to episode 10 of the Dynasty Fever podcast. We will be recapping week three, taking a look at um, what we might do with some players. Uh, moving forward, I'm Brian. He's Scott. Scott, how are you? I'm doing well tonight. Excited uh, about week three. Some interesting stuff to talk about for sure. Yeah, I kind of get the feeling that, um, for me at least, I usually give it about three weeks before I start to um, think about making any significant moves as far as buys and sells, as far as, um, you know, as far as like tagging a team. Oh, you know, they're not going to make it this year. or Oh, they're definitely a contender this year. I kind of try to give it three or four weeks before, but I think now uh, you can start to maybe make some of those moves. What do you think? Yeah, I think, by week three, you're starting to see the pattern start. I mean, depends on the game, of course, and the team and mm-hmm. how it's gone up to this point. But I definitely, yeah, I definitely think like patterns start to emerge and all that. Yeah. So let's start then with the Thursday night game, Carolina 24, Houston 9. Uh, you know, pretty good day for Darnold. No touchdowns, but over 300 yards. Right. Uh, big night for DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks, and then, of course, the CMC injury. Where do you want to go first with this? I'll uh, start with CMC. I had him in a bunch of leagues. Um, but I do think, you know, they didn't put him on IR. So mm-hmm. that's a good sign. I'm thinking he'll probably get limited play in three weeks and probably maybe a full go in four to five. Um. Uh, I wouldn't overpay for Hubbard, and I'd, I'd maybe try to grab uh, Royce Freeman on the cheap. Okay. So if you were – if you had Hubbard but you didn't have CMC, be a good idea to check in with the CMC manager and see if they want Hubbard, right? Yeah. I, I checked in on his price in our, our prestige worldwide league, and they wanted a second. Um, and I said, no, I'd rather weather the storm. Yeah. Got a winning record, so – Mm-hmm. uh robbie anderson one catch for eight yards uh it's i you know i don't think he's playable until further notice what do you think yeah no i'm not uh I, it's almost like him and dj slipped roles i think i was saying this last week and, mm-hmm. and, and robbie's worse so no i'm out until uh he wasn't that great in the second half of the season last year and then they continue this season uh even worse than that i'm I don't really want nothing to do with them. Okay. Uh, Brandon Cooks, nine catches for 112 yards with Davis Mills at quarterback. Uh, if you're a contender, are you checking in on the, the Cooks price? Yeah, I am. I think it's – I mean, they're probably going to want a, a late first for him. But I, I think he's one of the best wide receivers in the league. And, you know, they're giving him all the targets that, that he can handle. Um you know, I didn't want anything to do with him because of Tyrod, but Tyrod looked good. And I think Mills is good enough to get the ball to him. I don't think he could probably support anybody else, but 
Um, the only thing is you might want to wait just one week. He's playing Buffalo and they've been playing pretty good. So mm. uh, the price could maybe go down a little bit after this week. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Buffalo defense played real well against Washington. Um, let's talk about Arizona 31, Jacksonville 19. Uh, some of Jacksonville's points come on a 109 yard uh, missed field goal uh, return yeah. for a touchdown. Uh, another pretty good uh, day for Kyler, uh, over 300 yards, uh, a rushing touchdown. Um, you know, uh, Connor had a week where he got two TDs. D Hop and Ronda Moore were pretty quiet. Uh, J Rob, a bounce back. Where do you want to start with this? Uh, yeah, with Connor, I think it's just like he's going to be hard to trust. Um, you don't know when he's going to get those goal lines or when they're going to go to Kyler or when they're going to go to Rondale Moore, who got stuffed before one of his touchdowns. Uh, so, I mean, that might be, he might be a guy that you might want to target the CMC owner this week and see if you can't get like a late second, maybe, or, or an early third, you know, something like that. Okay. And um, Edmonds, you know, 11 carries for 26 yards, seven catches for 49. Nothing mm -hmm. too stellar, but, you know, as far as PPR points go, not a bad week. No, I think he was worth his ADP over the summer for sure. He's solid running back too. So A.J. Green and Christian Kirk both over 100 yards in this game. Uh, I can't see Green or Kirk having too many weeks like this especially if D-Hop is healthy again soon. Um, right. Do you agree? Are you looking to move Kirk at this point? I Honestly, I'd keep Kirk because they using him out of the slot more. Mm -hmm. and he seems to be doing a lot better there and, and see if he can't get rid of A.J. Green. He's got the bigger injury risk, and I think he's going to suffer the most when they got a fully healthy DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, golden boy. I have him in a couple super flex leagues, but I'm still uh, in, in most of the places I have him. I haven't even played him yet. Uh, <laughs> you know, his value has to have taken a hit after these first few weeks. What are you doing with Lawrence? Uh, I'm buying if possible, depending on your, I mean, they're probably going to want a lot of draft capital. Um, mm -hmm. So if you have that, and, you know, I'm just trying not to panic and, you know, just hold on to T-Law for now. Um, I'm sure he's going to get better as the season goes. And maybe Urban Meyer takes a, you know, takes a college job or something or, or they get to do a new uh, offensive coordinator or something like that. But mm -hmm. I'm not – I'm trying as hard as I can not to panic on it. Okay. Uh, James Robinson, 15 carries for 88 yards and a touchdown. Six catches for 46 yards. I had the bounce back week that I was hoping he'd have. Um, what do we think about him moving forward? Yeah, he's a solid running back, too, with volume, and he can have these these running back one upside weeks for you. So, And what do you make of Jacksonville's receivers? Uh, Chark, three for 49 and a touchdown. Chenault, four for 48. Marvin Jones, six for 62. Anybody... Uh, that you want to invest in there? Uh, honestly, if, if we're talking just this year, I would go with Marvin Jones. Mm -hmm. um, I like Chenault. He's involved, but everything he does is at the line of scrimmage right now, and he's not getting targeted at all downfield. 
Uh, so I think he's going to be fine, but I think it's going to be like this is a growing pain year with him. Okay. So I have Marvin Jones, a veteran in his 30s, on a team that's 0-3 and looking at the roster and stuff, just doesn't look like it's going anywhere. So I'm already starting to think about next year. I just moved Marvin Jones for 2022 third. Did mm-hmm. I not get enough? Uh, I may have tried to get a second, but I doubt you're going to get it. If it's an early third, I, I take that, especially if I'm rebuilding for sure. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati 24, Pittsburgh 10. Uh, I thought Burrow would do a little better, but he did okay. Uh, Nixon having a, a quiet uh, year, a quietly good year. Uh, mm-hmm. Chase and Boyd both cash in. Najee, a big day in the receiving department. Where do you want to go with this one? Uh, I'll go with um, with Mixon. If I have him, I'm fine with it, and I'm holding him. But I'm not going to try to add him to my team because I, I just hate to invest in running backs, bad offensive lines. Mm-hmm. He's got the volume. He's going to have some good weeks. But uh, I think if you were drafting him, you were hoping that he was going to be like a, a week-in, a week-out stud. You know, and I think it's just going to be hard with all the receivers they have. Um, they can score plus a bad off interior offensive line. It's just going to be tough for him to consistently do that. Mm-hmm. I traded him in a rebuild for Robert Woods, <clears throat> and, a, and I got back a Jamar Chase in a second-round pick. So mm-hmm. I like that. I like that, especially in a rebuild. That, that's a big deal. And especially, as we'll talk about a little later, uh, Robert Woods um, not looking too great this year. Uh, right. Let's see. Uh, Najee, 14 catches for 102 yards and a modest day rushing. We were waiting for him to have a big receiving day at some point. Um, are his points going to come from the passing game this year, given the, the Pittsburgh offense and the way it's been going? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he's going to score on the ground uh, a good amount, like goal line carries. But as far as his yardage and PPR appeal, I think it's going to be all tied to, you know, Ben targeting them out of the backfield just because, I mean, there's really the defense really doesn't have to respect the deep ball too much. And uh, their line isn't good to begin with. So he's going to have like, it's going to be like 18 carries, you know, for 17 yards or, or 70 yards. Um, so yeah, it's a good sight for sure to see him that involved in the passing game. Okay. Um, Deontay Johnson still injured. Uh, questionable so far, whether he'll play next week from what I understand. Uh, Juju day to day with a with an injury himself. You're playing Claypool, obviously. If if you have him, anything that to say on the receivers here? Uh, no, I I think Deontay's like yeah, he might miss this week, but he should be back. Um, Juju, I wasn't, I really didn't have any interest in him, and I think Claypool is just going to keep getting better throughout the season. So. Okay. And Fryermuth grabs a touchdown on three catches this week. Uh, a weird week or maybe a sign of things to come? Uh, from where you've got him in rookie drafts, I love it. I mean, he's in a good system. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you couldn't get Pitts, he was definitely the pick to make. There's a, a couple teams where I'm, I'm pretty thin overall, especially at tight end. And mm-hmm. I, I had to play him on a couple teams, and I just I, I lucked out because <laughs> right. I was I was not expecting much, but 
you know, uh, the touchdown helps for sure. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's going to be, I think I'll have a good touchdown total at the end of the year this year. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Atlanta 17 giants 14, uh, Corderell Patterson, uh, is still a thing. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones, eh, Saquon, definitely a bit of a bounce back. Got a couple injuries to Shepard and Slayton on the Giants side. Where do you want to go from here? Uh, Patterson, I like his usage. He's, you know, I mean, you don't really like him as a running back two, but as like the running back three, um, I think he's fine. Patterson, like I like him in PPR. I traded Jared Cook for him in a dynasty where I had CMC and I also had Mike Davis. So, um, you know, in case like there's an injury to Mike Davis or whatever, I, I have the handcuff for that. So hopefully I can get by with no CNC. I won this, I won both my leagues with CMC. So hmm. good job. That's good. Yeah. It's a good start. So uh, Ridley eight catches for 61 yards, not having the year I expected him to have. A lot of people had him in the top five. Uh, for for redraft as far as wide receivers go uh, with Julio gone and and no other real competition for targets doesn't look to be having that big a year yeah I mean I he's still getting targeted quite a bit so I mean you really can't trade him right now so Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he's gonna I think I'll end as a wide receiver one okay is the buying window closing on Saquon yeah if you're looking for a discount I feel it's probably over now he scored 20 points so um I mean if you want to make the move for him I think it's worth his I think it's you know his his normal price is worth it Uh, so yeah if you want to make a move towards it that's fine I wouldn't like overpay but if you can get him for like a first and like a running back two something like that or I'd, I'd do it. Or if you have the wide receiver depth. Okay. Uh, Kenny Galladay, four catches for 64 yards in a game where Shepard and Slayton uh, left with hamstrings, I think. So, yeah. Uh, what are we making a Galladay? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy. And I was a guy that was trading for him as the season approached because of how much his value, uh, like the discount that was on him. So, yeah, I'm not like what I'm seeing. I'm hoping like he starts scoring touchdowns. He's a big guy, uh, kind of like a Sutton type, like a contested guy, but obviously not as good as Sutton. So, mm-hmm. what I'm thinking is is uh, touchdowns are going to start going up. So. Okay. Uh, Colin Johnson, the beneficiary of some injuries, five catches for 51 yards. There were some people who were fans of Colin Johnson in Dynasty. He was productive in college. He has good size, could be a good red zone target. Um, didn't stay on with Jacksonville. Ended up, you know, uh, deep on the depth chart with the Giants. But, you know, uh, if Slayton and Shepard miss time, is this a guy you're looking at? Yeah, I mean, if the, there's a lot of injuries in front of him. And I don't think Daniel Jones is as bad as advertised by a lot of people. So uh, I think he's solid quarterback i don't think he's anything special or anything but um yeah i mean he could i mean even if you have him and you don't really believe in him you know he could have a few big weeks coming up and you can move him okay 
lot all of people right. are handing out 22 seconds, you know, because they don't like the class and all that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you're rebuilding, it's actually it's a good year to trade for them. So we might help you with it. Okay. Uh, New Orleans 28, uh, New England 13. Another modest day for Jameis. Uh, good bounce back for Kamara. Um, Callaway uh, gets a touchdown on a ball that Winston should never have thrown. Uh, the New England receivers uh, surprised me by doing well. Um, where do you want to go with this one? Yeah, I just think this is Kamara's offense now. And Winston's kind of, you know, he's going to be like, he's going to get the leftovers after Kamara. Okay. Um, he's not somebody I'd probably want to buy. I think they probably want to much at this point. But. If I'm in a rebuild, uh, I'm selling Kamara. Yeah, for sure. He's going to get a lot of mileage this year. And he's starting to hit that running back age where, you know, in a year and a half or so, um, you know, he might start to, to drop off. Right. And, the, you know, there's a couple of key injuries to, to running back. So if you're rebuilding and, you know, uh, you're not going to be contending when he's still producing elite, um, you know, target the CMC owners and stuff. See if you can't get him to panic by. James White uh, looks like he's going to be out with uh, an injury for a little while. Uh, I saw it. I saw somebody uh, tweet um, that because they don't trust Damian Harris in pass protection that we may see Brandon Bolden in the passing game. Um, right. Not a guy I know a lot about. Is he uh, in a deep dynasty league? Is he somebody you're looking at the waiver wire for? Yeah. Any running back that's going to get an opportunity. I'm, I'm fine uh, off the waivers at this point, you know, so it's, it's kind of odd to me that Harris is paying pass protection because he's like a banger you know <laughs> like he's running over linebackers and safeties and stuff so it's just odd that he can't you know take on a blitzing linebackers but hmm. makes sense i mean he's definitely off the field for those situations okay uh kendrick Bourne six for 96 and a touchdown jacoby myers nine for 94 this was a game where i thought uh new orleans would stuff the run and they did but I did not expect the New England wide receivers to have the day that they had. I thought more action would go to the tight ends. Uh, mm -hmm. What are we – are you looking to acquire any of these New England receivers? I mean, if you can get, like, Bourne probably for a mid to late third. So, he, I think he'd be nice depth. He's definitely – he's definitely has opportunity right now. And I, I like Mac Jones as far as fantasy wide receivers go. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I like Myers. I mean, he's not – he's going to need a lot of volume every week to be startable. But for PPR purposes, I, I think he's an okay flex, especially in good matchups. What are we making of the tight ends? New England spent a lot of money signing Janu and Henry mm -hmm. and really haven't seen a lot of action. I'm out on Henry myself. Uh, I do have – I have Janu Smith. I think he's going to be – Bill Belichick is like – He's got he, he loves Janu. If you ever hear about like quotes from him and stuff, he loves his like rack ability. So I I'm confident that Bill Belichick is gonna find ways to uh, make him productive for fantasy purposes. 
Yeah, you know, I'd probably uh, hold on him too. I'm a guy who uh, has a hard time quitting on Janu, and uh, so he's one of my guys. So I'm keeping the faith. Yeah, definitely. I am. I'm not like I think it's going to be up and down. You know, some weeks are going to be duds. That's how it is, though. If you don't have a top three or four tight end, I mean, yeah, just... yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, speaking of top tight ends, uh, Kansas City loses thirty to twenty four in a, what was a really good game to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. to the chargers uh kelsey another big day seven for 104 bit of a bounce back for ceh mike yeah. williams continues to produce where do you want to go first yeah yeah eckler um I, I was like that first game when he had no receptions i was like oh my god it's like is the coaching staff gonna you know try to stick to the square peg in the round hole you know um mm-hmm. so i'm glad to see those numbers from the passing game Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike Williams, I think they're going to resign him. You know, and Herbert loves throwing it over there. I, I, he could be the new one there. And you might have got a wide receiver one for almost nothing over the. I got him for a third in July in the league. So uh, I uh, love loving Mike Williams right now. Is he a guy to sell high on? He might be. Yeah, I mean, I think he's good. I think he's the real deal. I think he just was hurt and stuff like that he had rivers uh for a while so but i i mean i think there, there's a chance it could be a, a top 20 wide receiver for fantasy so wide receivers last a while okay and in a closer game where they weren't playing from behind uh ceh saw more work a hundred yards on the ground a receiving touchdown uh, is it just going to be game script dependent for CEH moving forward? Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, I think they, they want to get them going. Um, they're having a problem. You know, it doesn't look quite like the Kansas city of, of last year yet. Nobody's really emerged as the wide receiver too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, you know, it's a lot of attention other places. So they're going to need them. You know, they have a good yard per carry and all that stuff. I just – I would like to see him more involved in the passing game. Mm, yeah, for sure. Uh, someone who's very involved in the passing game, Travis Kelsey. If I'm going to rebuild, I'm selling Kelsey. I know it's not popular with some folks. People are like, oh, he's going to be an anomaly. He'll mm-hmm. be, you know, productive in, into well into his 30s, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. You know, I'm looking to get what I can for him. Yeah, I'd, I'd be targeting, obviously, Pitts, Fant, maybe Hawkinson, um, plus some draft capital. And, uh, you know, Kelsey, he's he's not very fast. He ran like a 4.7 something, 40. So, you know, he relies on that, that, that short area burst that he has. So, I mean, that could go. And if that goes, he has nothing. You know, he's got his physical frame, but. Uh, he's not going to separate the way he is if he, if he gets a serious injury, you know, or he just loses a step. The same thing with like Keenan Allen. They're, they're both, you know, they're not fast. Um, so if they lose a little agility in that short, short yardage, um, it can really hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tennessee 25, Indianapolis 16. Uh, Wentz, eh, eh. 
JT. Yeah, he did have two bad ankles in this. That's so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm kind of throwing out the receiver outlooks a little bit because two bad ankles, it's pretty hard <laughs> to expect okay. much from his weapons, I would, in my opinion. What do you make of JT? Uh, has not performed to the level of his ADP in startups. Um, what are we thinking? I wasn't big on him because of his ADP over the offseason. I really think, like, for fantasy terms, he, he's like a Nick Chubb, but on a worse team overall. I mean, like, Hines is there kind of filling that hunt role. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're similar runners. You know, they're, they're big, natural runners with uh, amazing speed for their size. So, All right. Well, speaking of Hines, um, you know, wasn't much to talk about for the first couple weeks, but uh, he gets a a rushing touchdown and five receptions in this game. Mm -hmm. Is uh, you think he's going to get back to being a a weapon in this offense, or is this just one of those weeks where, you know, he just had a good week? Yeah. I mean, they just, they just gave him a contract. So I I think in that they're, they want to get him involved. And I, I think he's, you know, like I was saying, the might be like the cream hunt, which is an up and down ride. So sometimes they don't get much. And other times, you know, they're they're producing like, you know, high end running back two, back end running back one. Okay. Uh, Derek Henry, after six catches in week two, another three in week three, three isn't a lot. But when you add those PPR points to the way that he eats on the ground, um, is this a new part of his game that we're going to see more of or just happens to be a couple of those weeks where he, they find him in the passing game because, the, you know, A.J. Brown left with an injury and that sort of thing? Yeah, I think he's just going to be, like, up and down. I think anything tied to Tannehill kind of is as well. I shouldn't say Tannehill. With Derrick Henry there, I mean, he's Derrick Henry stuff. He's the offense, and then everything else kind of revolves around him. Um, he also – he got injured, too, so I think his numbers would have been a lot better if he was on the field. Okay. Uh, Julio, a modest day, three for 47. But uh, A.J. Brown is somebody to monitor in the coming days with this injury. Obviously, if he's injured, uh, we expect a little more action for Julio. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Julio's. Um, I don't know if his role would increase. I think he's probably, you know, he's. I mean, he might get a couple more targets. I'd say, but. What What are your thoughts on that? Um, you know, I think because there really are only two. Um, notable wide receivers there and going into week three Chester Rogers was number three on the team in targets right you know I just I just make the assumption that if AJ Brown misses time that uh they'll throw the board throw the ball more Julio's way yeah Uh, am I wrong no I mean I think I think they want to get him involved either way but yeah obviously there's targets vacated I I wouldn't think they're going to go up too much from what he would get either way but um i think he will get a couple more opportunities and or like you know quality red zone looks too okay so uh someone who did have a pretty good week for tennessee i believe the first name is nick 
Uh, the last name is Westbrook Akine. Four catches, 53 yards, and a touchdown. You know, I, it looks a little fluky to me, not somebody I'd be looking to add, but the way that Dynasty rosters are so deep and the waiver wire is so thin, see somebody that you're checking out? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's like always oh, this dice roll. So, I mean, if you're dropping somebody that you know is somebody you're not going to need or, or want on your football team, I mean, it's worth it. Yeah, he shouldn't cost much. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I like Tannehill. I don't think he's – doesn't throw for a ton of yards, but um, he gives good opportunities for receivers when they get him. Okay. Uh, in a very interesting game, Baltimore 19 on a uh, and Detroit 17, Baltimore wins on a record-breaking field goal that should have never happened because they should have had a delay of game called against them. Right. Uh, but uh, they do not. Lamar converts a fourth and 19. They kick the field goal. Uh, another big day for Swift. Jamal Williams still uh, relevant. Uh, a down week for Hawkinson. What do you want to talk about with this game? Yeah, I mean, I I was in shock with that. <laughs> that was that was a while. I've never seen one hit like that and, and roll the other way. Um, yeah, Lamar's being Lamar. Uh, you know, Detroit plays tough. I I feel like so. I don't I don't think they're necessarily like the they're going to be like the walk in the park that everybody thought. I think you guys are going to re- perform good against them, but I I think like they're not going to have like these insane games that we're hoping that they have usually. Hmm. Um, Hollywood would have had a better week. He dropped a couple of touchdown passes. Yeah. So I still like him. Duvernay is interesting because he's scored a couple of times now. I liked him um, as a rookie, but then I kind of faded him after that. Mm-hmm. And then Swift, uh, he's, He's a stud, man. I, I wish I was higher than him over the summer. I was kind of worried. Mm. You're fading him. And, uh, yeah, wrong on that. It's, he was great value all summer. Yeah, not too many victory laps I can take so far this year, but uh, being a Swifter is is one of them. I wasn't, uh, wasn't too scared when they added Jamal Williams. I just thought, you know, Swift has, has the talent and that he can – uh, be relevant in the running game and the pass game, mm-hmm. on t- especially on a team that has a quarterback that doesn't like to throw deep and doesn't have very good wide receivers. And, right. you know, but, but Jamal Williams is relevant uh, as well. Uh, mm-hmm. A rushing touchdown and a couple catches in this game. Uh, if you're in a rebuild, are you trying to sell Jamal Williams? In a rebuild? Absolutely. I'd probably play like a mid second for him if I was a contender. And, uh, yeah, I think that – like, I, I guess I didn't see how both running backs could both be useful, you know. So, I just thought one of them eating into each other would, mm. uh, you know, automatically make me not want them. <laughs> but, yeah, it seems they're both they're both useful. So, What do He's we make – I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'm just saying that, you know, Jamal Williams in, like, this economy for running backs is – he's good depth to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what do we make of Detroit wide receivers? Uh, doesn't seem like you can count on anybody on a week-to-week basis. Uh, this week it was Khalif Raymond with six catches for 68 yards. He's got mm-hmm. some speed, has improved his route running. Um, you know, I have him. 
on my bench in, you know, a few leagues. Cause I was, uh, he was somebody that interested me last year um, that never really uh, produced what I thought, but I kept him. Um, anybody, any Detroit wide receivers that are worth talking about, or, or is this just going to be week to week? Just depends on, you know, whether it's Cephas one week or Raymond one week or, right. you know, uh, St. Brown might emerge. Anybody worth acquiring or looking into? No, and I don't think so, because I think it's going to be one of those situations where one of them is going to emerge on different weeks. Uh, so the only thing I want out of Detroit, I, I don't mind golf, as I've said a couple of times, especially this for this year, uh, probably playing from behind a lot. But I will either want their tight end or one of the running backs. I don't want a wide receiver from them. Hmm. A down week for Hawkinson, two catches for 10 yards, bit of a surprise. Um, I'm still high on him. Yeah, and the Ravens got, you know, they got a good, they got a good defense there, good linebacker core. So I'm not too worried about it at all. Okay. Um, excuse me. Uh, Cleveland's defense shows up big time. Chicago looks very bad. Cleveland wins 26 to 6. An awful day for Fields, uh, really for everybody. On Chicago, uh, both running backs do pretty well on Cleveland. Um, OBJ uh, back on the field, five catches for 77 yards. What do you want to talk about with this one? Yeah, this this matchup like hurt, man. <laughs> like I, I'm a I'm a Fields like fan. I believe in him. I think he was. I don't think he was as far away from Trevor Lawrence as everybody else did. Um, coming out of college. And I, this was awful. And, and some of it's on him. And, and like a lot of it, though, like, they never move the pocket for him. You know, like, they never, like, move the pocket. Like, you guys can't, you can't block, clearly. Like, he was there almost in the snap. Um, like, uh, I, I don't know. I think, like, the whole thing was just, there's, you can't possibly watch that and like anything from Chicago after that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a game where you can't like anything and you want to maybe throw it out and not uh, not think about it too much, not count it much. Um, right. But uh, what are we thinking about A-Rob? Two catches for 27 yards, another down week. Um, you know, it was high on people's rankings with this quarterback situation uh, where now Matt Nagy said this week, Dalton Fields and Nick Foles are all in consideration for starting. Um, what do we make of uh, Allen Robinson? Yeah. With his like, with his age, um, his current situation right now on a team with like a horrible offensive line. Uh, he's going to have to go through the growing pains of a rookie quarterback or Andy Dalton. Um, so he's got to, you know, he, wait for that, like the good game. The good game is going to come, and I would try to move him after that. Okay. Uh, Chubb and Hunt both seem like good assets. I think Chubb has the floor that you want week to week, but if he doesn't get a touchdown, can be disappointing. Mm-hmm. Hunt. Hunt probably has the higher ceiling, especially in PPR. 
uh, but may not have the floor week to week. What do you make of these two running backs? Yeah, I think Chubbs, yeah, he's always going to I feel like he's going to have near 100 yards, uh, maybe a catch or, or two. Uh, I like Hunt, especially like at his cost, but there's going to be weeks he burns you. So uh, if you're like a contender, you want Hunt to be like your third running, second or definitely not your first running back, but mm-hmm. I would want him to be like my third flex plays in, in case of emergencies to either my running back one or running back two. Okay. Uh, anything worth talking about with OBJ or just, you know, still a wait and see because he only had one week so far? Yeah, I mean, if you have him, that, that's a great week. Like five for 77, but, I mean, as far as, like, you probably, if you could, you wanted to see what you had there. And this he was productive when on the field, so. Okay. Your Buffalo Bills, 43, Washington, 21. Uh, Josh Allen responsible for five touchdowns, four in the air and one on the ground. Welcome back, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, um, a couple different ways we could go here. Disappointing week for Gibson and and Terry McLaurin. Zach Moss surprises some people after being left for dead. Emmanuel Sanders, two touchdowns and 94 yards. What do you want to talk about? Uh, let's go with, I mean, Gibson, uh, he, he, I don't know. I think he's going to get more involved in the, the passing. And he had one catch that went 73 yards, you know, to the house for a touchdown. So even if he doesn't get like the third downs and two minute warnings, I think when he is on the field that he becomes more of a focal point to the passing game because they really don't have anything I mean, Logan Thomas is solid, and then McLaurin is very good, but I think you want to get one more guy involved in that. And I think uh, I'm hoping that Ron Rivera sees, you know, you get, you get the ball in Gibson's hands, especially with some room to run, and you can make even a good defense pay. So, mm-hmm. uh, Emmanuel uh, Sanders, yeah. uh, 94 yards yeah. and two touchdowns. Not a guy who's probably available in deeper dynasty leagues. Uh, but, you know, he's a veteran. Uh, if you're in a rebuild, are you trying to sell him off this week? I would because Gabriel Davis is dealing with a bit of an injury. I think they're going to try to probably work him in more as he gets healthy and, and do it slowly. So, you know, Sanders has got a lot of tread on him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's if you're waiting for a sell high window. It doesn't get much better than you know, five for 94 and two touchdowns. All right. You're a Bills fan. Um, what's up with Moss and Singletary? I think like early on in the game, you've seen Singletary get stuffed a few times. So, and Moss got in there and he was running effective, catching effectively. So I think it's high hand. You know, either, like, I don't I don't really want either of them. Cause you just don't know who's gonna like they'll kill it. Yeah, if they have enough, it's it's bad, bad. So, mm. and Dawson Knox, somebody I'm trying to pick up in a in a redraft on the waiver wire, four for forty nine and a touchdown. Yeah, it's good to be patient with uh, tight ends. Most of them, you know, aren't like Kyle. It's gonna take a couple of years. Also, have to block and you know learn 
the new offense as far as like route running and all that stuff. And it's a lot to handle. So mm. uh, he's, 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 he's a guy that ran like a four or five um, as a tight end. That's pretty, that's good speed. So he has, he has the ability. And I think the more um, games like this, the more Allen is going to trust them. And you, you know, you could have a pretty good tight end on your mm. hands. Yeah. I'm, it's a little early to, to call him good, you know, but it's nice to see. Okay. From your Buffalo Bills putting up 43 points to my New York Jets being shut out 26 nothing by the Denver Broncos. Not much to talk about on the Jets side. Um, both Denver running backs are playable. Uh, yeah. Another touchdown for Gordon this week. I might try to sell him to a contender if I have him. Yeah, um, He's the older back that probably will start to maybe lose uh, carries as the year goes on. Uh, but he's putting up enough now where he could be attractive. And, you mm -hmm. know, and I, and I still love Javante Williams. Yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon, he's solid. You know, he's solid running back death for this year. I love Javante. He did cost a fumble, um, but he did punch one in. And he is second in the league at running back and forced missed tackles per attempt at 41%. So mm. you'll have to see that. Probably it's going to be better, you know, as he kind of catches up to the pace of the game. So mm. I like Tim Pack, too, going into the wide receivers a little bit. He's, you know, he's solid depth, and now Hamler's out for, you know, he tore his ACL. So, um, maybe write him off a while in the, in the South. Okay. Uh, Minnesota 30, Seattle 17. Uh, I expected a little bit more from uh, Russ this week. Uh, yeah. Cousins good. He's underrated. Um, Conklin out of nowhere with a good week. What do you want to talk about? Oh uh, yeah, Russ. Um, he's just like this tight. I don't know. He's like, you know, he'll throw four touchdowns one week, and then you know it's under it's under three hundred with one. Um, just like, you know, you got Evan Flow. Um, I'm trying to trade him in the one dynasty I have for like a younger quarterback plus like a second round pick, but I haven't gotten anybody to fight. Okay. Uh, DK Metcalf looks great. So Tyler Lock might, you know, I'm not sure exactly on the prognosis, but you might get a week without Tyler Lockett too. Yeah. Adam Thielen, uh, six for 60 and a touchdown. You know, again, he's a guy with age and enough production where I'm looking to sell him to a contender. Yeah, that definitely. If you're not a contender, look to move them. And if you are a contender and have them, uh, I wouldn't like try to get ahead of the curve or, or what have you and try to sell them now. I don't think his touchdown totals are aggressive this year. They're late every year. And I think this is just, I think like you want to sell them at the end of the season for, for whatever you can get. Okay. Uh, if you spent a bunch of fab on KJ Osborne, you're not happy with his two catches for 26 yards this week. 
uh what do we make of this osborne situation yeah i think i think he's gonna be all right as a, as a fan or as a uh waiver wire addition to your team i think he'll be worth it um but he's gonna yeah he's gonna have up and down for sure unstable mm. Uh, so the beneficiary of some of uh, those catches uh, that Osborne didn't get is uh, Conklin. Seven catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. Uh, might be available on some waiver wires in Dynasty Leagues. Yep. Uh, you know, Irv Smith out for the year. Uh, is he somebody that you want to uh, spend some fab on? Yeah, especially in a two tight end or a premium. Uh, he looked great. Makes you wish um, that Irv didn't get hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that'd be see what he'd do given the same opportunity. Okay. Uh, in another uh, interesting game, um, the Rams 34, the Buccaneers 24. You know, Brady throws 55 passes. Uh, in this game, uh, Stafford, four touchdowns, uh, you know, um, another good day for Cooper Cup. What do you want to talk about this week? Yeah, it's fun to watch Matt Stafford on a good team. Uh, I'll say that, but, for, you know, for the, uh, as far as Stafford goes, I, I would see, you know, what you're getting, uh. I'd make sure you're getting a good deal of like top pick next year and probably another first rounder plus like a younger quarterback of less value. Mm-hmm. But it, you can hold him too. I mean, I think he's got a couple of years left. Yeah. I mean, he's 33, so he's not, you know, he's not young, but he's not, you know, uh, to the point where, you know, he's looking at his last year or two in the league. So even if you're in a rebuild, it's not the worst thing if you're holding on to Stafford. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, with, like, the weapons that they have, plus um, when Sean McVay, it's like they're having a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, I think he's going to be an elite fantasy producer for this year and probably the next two seasons. So don't short – Short yourself. There'll be plenty of opportunity. Okay. So besides Cup, um, Deshaun Jackson emerges with a big week. Uh, I wouldn't think that that's something that we're going to see a lot of. I might sell. Van Jefferson and Higby seem to be inconsistent week to week. And Woods is is definitely, I think, his value has taken a dip. What do you make of the receivers besides Cup? Yeah, as far as DJX goes, he's going to have these weeks, but I'm trying to get sell him, um, pack him up for Van Jefferson instead. Um, I mean, there were a couple of times where DJX was missed in week one and two, but it's hard to trust Deshaun Jackson and his body. He's hurt often. So, um, but I think what I said from Van Jefferson quite a bit. Yeah, uh, Van Jefferson's somebody who I kind of believed in uh, as a rookie. Didn't then then didn't show much, but I think you know with Stafford at quarterback, considering um, 
you know, uh, how much uh, Stafford can spread the ball out. I, uh, I, I, you know, he's, he's a guy that I'm glad I have stashed away in a couple of rosters. Yeah, I, I have him, I had him too and sold him in one. Now I'm kind of wish I had that back, but I, I did keep him in one. So yeah, I'm happy about that for sure. Okay, Las Vegas goes to 3-0 and with an overtime victory, 31-28 over Miami. I'm a little surprised things were that tight with, um, with Brissett at quarterback, but that's the way it ended up. Uh, he looked to um, look for uh, Gesicki in uh, clutch situations. A big day for Peyton Barber. Uh, where do you wanna, what do you want to talk about first with this game? I'm not sure, but right now, anyway, I don't know if Brissett is much worse than Tua, <laughs> to be honest with you. Okay. So, at, like, like right now, I like that's my opinion. Um, and you know, Las Vegas was ahead, and Miami kind of um, they came back there all of a sudden. I was actually surprised. I couldn't believe that the game tied. Um, so, I, I think if you lost Tua, Brissett's. He's in a nice place to the South again. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 catches for Waddle. Yeah. Yeah, 12 targets. He's, he's going to have some months in, in, in coming soon. Uh, you trying to sell Peyton Barber off of this week? 23 carries, 111 yards, and a touchdown. Three catches for 31 yards. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm definitely trying to sell him. Uh, I'd be targeting Jacob's owner, CMC owner again, things like that. Okay. Uh, are you looking to buy rugs? A uh, couple interesting weeks so far. Seems to be getting incorporated more into the offense this year. See a guy yeah. that you're that you're targeting. Absolutely. I think that's going to keep going up. So, uh just because a guy's not as low doesn't mean that they're not buying on. You could easily buy him now and his value still grow. So okay. I, I'm trying to find out what his price is from the other. All right. Uh, Hunter Renfro, five catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown. During the broadcast, uh, they were talking about how uh, they wanted Renfro to get stronger this year, and he did. And they wanted him to be more involved instead of just being like a third down option. And he's been doing that. Uh, He's somebody who I'm interested in. Uh, I think the price would still be reasonable for him if, if uh, you're looking for a wide receiver. Yeah. And I honestly picked him up and dropped him in a, in a redraft league and I was kind of upset about it. So I'm definitely interested in, um, in dynasty, I think he looks a lot like he's like Cole Beasley, uh, like a young version, quicker, more dynamic, in and out of his cuts. I think he's a solid bench depth, um, and I think he, you know, I think he does have starter appeal, and he, you know, his arrow just be can continue to grow, you know, like continue to climb. So uh, I like what I see from from Hunter Renfro, and it seems like him and like Car pretty tight that's another good stuff okay uh sunday night game green bay 30 san francisco 28 Uh, another good day for aaron jones another big day for Devontae adams of course 
Kittle with a bit of a bounce back, Ayuk with a bit of a bounce back, uh, and Sermon probably disappointing to people who were awaiting him being the RB1. What do you want to yeah. talk about first? Uh, yeah, Rodgers being Rodgers, the first the first game uh, looks like it's totally a fluke. Um, he loves that from Adams. Adam got – I was worried about Adams for a minute. I thought he got a concussion, but he seems to be fine. Um, MVS, uh, his average depth of target is, like, insane. So you could probably see a big game coming. Um, he's worth – I think he's worth, like, having on your team in case of emergency. But I think that's about all. You know, that's all I'd want him for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sermon, I kind of, I tweeted this and kind of got yelled at by a couple people, but I, I, <laughs> honestly, I don't, I don't, I cannot see, I don't see it. I don't see a difference between him and Moss. I don't think, like, I think if you ask somebody to actually make the argument, they'd have a bit of trouble on what he's looks better doing than Seth Moss. Mm. I mean, he gave, they ended up giving like what, what was supposed to be Sermon to each check. So, it's not good. Uh, uh, Iuke, somebody I was big on coming into the year, very quiet the first two weeks. Uh, four for 37 yeah. and a touchdown this week. Uh, sign of things to come? I think so. I sure played zero percent snaps in the first half, I believe. So, I think, uh, I think Iuke is startable again. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see here. And finally, Monday night, Dallas 41, mm-hmm. Philadelphia 21. Uh, Hertz goes for over 300, but not much rushing. Uh, good day for Zeke. Pollard still mixed in there. Uh, what are we making of the Monday night game? Yeah, I think Hertz is fine. I think that's a, that was like a bad game. You threw 26 and 2. Uh, Dallas was like not run. I think they also a pretty good defense, so I'm not too worried about it. I they I mean they just they got to take some pressure off of him because two carries for Miles Sanders who had 30 yards almost. It's just I don't understand why you don't want to take because Hertz is basically a rookie out there. He only had three starts coming in. Um, so yeah, I mean, like there's enough room for Gainwell and Sanders. I I traded BJ for Sanders uh, this week, so definitely not what I wanted to see, but mm. I, I think they're going to correct that a bit. Okay. Um, let's see here. Let's talk about the – I want to talk about the Dallas tight ends. I think last week I asked you, do you want either of them and which one? I think you said mm-hmm. Dalton Schultz, and then here he is with six for 80 and two touchdowns. Um, he's the guy to have, right? Yeah. It, like from the reports of training camp, it, it looked like it was trending that way. I think they're going to use Bull. He's more explosive and stuff. Okay. That that's a great stat line for him. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Amari Cooper, three catches for twenty six yards. Pretty quiet day. Uh, all things considered, what are we what are we making of Amari Cooper? Yeah, it's not. I don't think like there's a problem 
I'm not worried about Cooper. He was a little banged up. I think he's going to get healthy. Um, the Dallas wide receivers, the problem is, like, they're both very, very good. Uh, but in positive, like, the Cowboys on a ball with Zeke and, and Pollard and wear down that defense. You know, in a large part, probably is to wear on the defensive line. They can't pin their ear back um, on Dak Prescott. And uh, they got to worry about that run and stopping it and stuff, which was mm-hmm. part of the reason I wanted to really do the same thing because Dallas's defensive line didn't have to worry about the run. So I think that's like a big part of the game plan as long as they can in Dallas. Um, I'm probably going to try to move Cooper this season if I'm not in the mix for the championship. If I am, I'm going to move him after this season. I'm not worried about Lamb at all. He's gonna have his. He's gonna have his big games and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's it for uh, this week's games. Um, talked a little bit about uh, buying and selling as well. Uh, time for our regular segment, FIVA and chills. Uh, someone who's giving us the FIVA, and someone who's giving us the chills. Uh, I'll go first with Fever. I'm gonna talk uh, a little bit about Renfro. Uh, we mentioned him before. He's somebody I think the arrow is pointing up. I think he's still acquirable at a reasonable price. He's somebody who's going to be involved yeah. in an offense that seems to be clicking uh, and will still, you know, mix in run and pass as we saw in that game. Um, you know, it, it's not like, uh, although I like rugs, it's not like rugs and Edwards are target monsters. Uh, so uh, I am uh, I'm I'm getting a little higher on Renfo than I was before. Yeah, I like it. I, I think Derek Carr too is vastly underrated quarterback. So yeah, tied to a good offense and good arm. And your fever for the week? We're gonna go with Tim Patrick from Denver. Candler's down. Um, Judy, I'm not really – I don't think it's clear yet how long he's going to be out for, but he's banged up, and I think he's a good wide receiver. And Teddy's playing good. The defense is going to uh, key in uh, Sutton there and stop the run, so I like him. He gets a lot of looks down in the red zone. Nice nice depth. Okay, and for chills, let's talk about a couple bears. Uh, kind of hard to kick them while they're down, but – uh, I was wrong about Cole Komet. He's somebody I was big on and I was trying to acquire in, in as many leagues as I could. Um, I thought he would have a much better year than he's having so far. I still like him long term, uh, but I'm really I'm cooling off on him uh, more near term and, and overall um, disappointing. Yeah, and uh, my, like my chills, it says fields, but it's it's really there's uh, offense. You know, I'm not. I think it's like a mixture of like I said of, of everything. Uh, I just don't think there's going to be a lot of useful production in offense this year. I think fields will be fine, but I don't think you're going to really be comfortable starting them um, mm-hmm. until either later this year or next year. So. Okay, yeah, well, well that's an ugly situation there, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, and and again, not a head coach that I have a lot of faith in. Right. 
All right. Well, that just about does it uh, for us this week. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at FFJunkie underscore. And what's your Twitter handle? Mine is FF underscore fire 911. And you can follow the show at Dynasty Fever Pod. And, uh, you know, we'll be uh, uh, on Spotify and iTunes and uh, a couple other platforms and look for us uh, on the Twitter sphere. Uh, so that's it. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody. Yeah.